time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. Well, welcome to another edition of the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting, serving you in Greensboro with an office on Muir's Chapel Road. You can find us online at roadmapfinancial.com for a whole treasure trove of past episodes and lots of great information. That's also where you can go to get your free consultation. Just look for the button at the bottom of the page and schedule a time to meet with Glenn if you have any questions at all. Glenn, it is great to be with you once again. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great, Walter. I hope you are. Yeah, I'm doing great. Looking forward to our show today because we get to focus a little bit on on you today, Glenn. Are you ready to be in the spotlight a little bit? Wow. Well, okay. What do you you have in mind? (laughs) So we're going to talk a little bit about what makes you tick and just in general, maybe what makes a financial advisor tick. So we're going to kind of pull back the curtain a little bit to learn a little bit more about kind of what goes on inside the head of a financial advisor. Maybe some of these questions you can answer from a personal standpoint, but also might reveal just uh, some things about the industry. And uh, I think it should just be a fun conversation. I got a few questions that really make you think today. Well, hey, let's get started. (laughs) Well, if you're up for the challenge, let's dive in a little bit. Um, So I'm curious, just as maybe a starting point, let's talk a little bit about who were the influential people in your life when you were young that shaped the way that you view money and wealth? What kinds of lessons did they teach you? And I'm, I'm interested to know how that maybe impacts you today. Yeah. Well, I I would have to I would really have to say my parents really did. I mean, I think that's probably true for a lot of folks. Um, um, you know, my my dad was uh, well, my both my parents were were depression babies, right? They were both born in the '30s, and um, so you know they were they were savers and they and they watched everything really closely. They you know they they both you know had very humble beginnings and. Um, but you know, my dad was you know was an entrepreneur. You know, he was actually a veterinarian, and um, but he did a lot of things, and and you know along the way, and you know, and I and I just you know I obviously remember my mother. You know, my mother was the one who was like you know save save save, and you know she like you know had the bank you know the, the piggy bank, and you know well how much did you put in there you know this week or this month or whatever, and with all allowance and all of that kind of stuff. But you know, Dad talked more about the entrepreneurial spirit and the you know and, and and that kind of thing and you know and how he you know some of the lessons that he learned and passed on to me, you know, and the idea of you know he was he was always you know trying to figure out well what could he do you know to make money you know back then you know you didn't really have you know you didn't go to work for McDonald's when you were a kid you know in the 1940s right it didn't even exist. So it was this kind of thing, you know, well, you know, he, he used to, you know, walk dogs for people, cut their grass and do, you know, just do a lot of different things, you know, just going through the neighborhoods and seeing what he could do and, and, and that kind of thing. And he, one of the things they always, always kind of, you know, put in my head was he says, you know, that he always liked to get paid by the job rather than by the hour because, you know, he could, you know, if he was, if he was being productive, that he could do, he could do quite well. And, you know, and, and so that was just something that, that was always there. He, you know, he put himself through, uh, you know, through vet school and, you know, through college and everything, went, you know, in between the two, you know, went to, uh, you know, and, and served in the military, you know, because he just didn't have enough money to quite make it. But, he, you know, he, he worked and saved and, you know, and, and, and did all that. And then, just, you know, little by little, you know, it's kind of, you know, as, as he would have said, you know, I, I, I was able to put a few nickels together and, you know, and, and just, you know, I, and I started, you know, just doing doing my thing and, and, and really working hard. And, and the main thing was just to try to create value for people. If you, he felt like if you were able to do that, 
then every all the details would take care of themselves and you know and so you know the idea of just trying to create value for the people that you come in contact with is would just serve you well you know in, in all things and you know whether it was in business or or just you know just interpersonal things it's like you know what can i do for you you know how can i help and 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 just that whole attitude i think has shaped my whole life in terms of uh you know, you know how you know how to how to how to be of service, and I and I think that's that's really key. That's pretty cool. I love hearing a little bit about uh, about your background and kind of what shapes that. And I'm sure it's something you kind of look back upon frequently, or maybe you just you know you get that sense every once in a while for how you communicate, how you view things about money. All relates back to that upbringing, and uh, I think that's that's pretty neat. Do you find that the way that you know you your views were shaped about money are pretty similar to that of your clients, or uh, do, do you have some differences from a lot of the people that you work with? I think a lot about saving, probably. You know, I mean, because you know the you know. Most of my clients are a little a little older than I am, obviously. You know, I mean, you know, retirees and soon to be retirees. But you know, they 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 came through you know similar times, and you know, the idea of you know of saving and you know saving for retirement. You know, most folks that I that I work with, you know, are you know are probably not not necessarily the entrepreneurial type. You know, that in terms of having their own businesses, I do have some business owners, but. But in but in terms of just being aware and you know and and you know and, and watching what they were spending and you know and making sure they were putting money away. I mean, I, I think that there's a there's a common there's a common thing with the generations, you know, the the baby boomers, and you know, I mean, I'm I'm kind of a late baby boomer, you know, and and I'm, I'm work a lot with you know you know a little, little older baby boomers, but it's 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 that same kind of mindset, I, I think, and I think it's uh, obviously serve folks well, you know, to you know to you know put money away and you know and and work and. You know, it, it, I, I work with a lot of folks that have, you know, have, you know, when when they first come in, you know, they've thought about a lot of things, and we you know, oftentimes, you know, can have really good, robust conversations about, you know, how to plan and what to do, and, you know, typically, I'm able to to bring a few more things into into, you know, into their awareness, you know, as it were, you know, in, in terms of, you know, how to make that transition from, you know, saving for retirement to living in retirement, and, you know, making your money last versus just you know, saving it for someday, you know, mm. but, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's good. I, you know, I always enjoy, you know, getting together with, uh, you know, with folks and, you know, and having those, uh, those conversations, it's, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, and not, not, and not just necessarily about their accounts and what to do. Although, you know, obviously that, that, that's where, you know, a lot of times we end up and, you know, and, and we should in the, in the relationship we have, but, but just getting to kind of know who they are and, and what kind of shaped them, and you know, and, and what's important to them. Uh, I mean, that's a, that's a big thing for me, is is because then then I, I always kind of have the the mindset and the attitude that uh, you know when you get to retirement, you know, you I mean your money should be working for you and serving you the way you want your retirement to go, and you know, and and, and what's important to you, and um, you know, and and that's a that's a big you know piece of you know how we plan and you know and, and put things together. You know, some people have legacy plans that they want to do things for kids and grandkids, others not so much, and. And it's just you know well how you know what's gonna what's gonna create the the best retirement for you and um, you know and how do we get from here to there and 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 those are that, that's that's really the planning process and it's you know it's a lot of fun to have those conversations and you know and put those things together for folks. Well, we all have experiences that uh, you know influence how we view money, finances, saving, and those kinds of things as we grow up. But not all of us end up in the financial business, Glenn. So, uh, what led you there? 
Yeah, that's interesting, Walter. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I had a, I had a you know, the, the, you know, a diverse background in terms of you know, in, in my working years. You know, I, I, you know, I graduated school, you know, college with a business degree, and um, early on, I actually, you know, did get some, you know, licensing and. You know, and was you know was in the insurance business, financial business, and and you know and and that kind of thing. But at the very beginning, way back when, you know, I mean, almost everything in the financial services industry back then was you know you were captive. And and what I mean by that is is that you basically you know you if you were in you know if you kind of maybe a stockbroker or that type of you know you know that type of advisor or you know in that part of the industry, you know you 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 know you work for that one company, right? Or if you went in the insurance out, then you, you know, you, you worked for XYZ insurance company and that was all you, you know, you, you didn't, you weren't independent, right? You, you were, you were beholden to that one company and all you could offer was that was their, was their products, their, you know, their policies and, and, you know, and, and that kind of thing. And, and I, I never really liked that whole approach because I never felt like that was doing the right thing for the client necessarily. I mean, sometimes it could be, but you know when it, it was a scenario where it's like you know you you know all you had to offer was what that company had and sometimes you know other companies have better better fits and better solutions for folks so it, you know I didn't really like that too much and I you know I didn't really feel like that was necessarily serving people well so I kind of departed from that for for a number of years and what actually ended up bringing me back to the financial services industry was you know when my father passed away a number of years ago you know, I had I had been kind of entrepreneurial and done a lot, you know, with with my with my dad and you know and, and different things and you know family business and and he passed away and I was very familiar with with everything that was going on in their financial life except you know I I didn't know a couple things particularly the insurance side and you know was 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 working with my mom in terms of trying to you know settle everything and you know and of course she was very you know she was like anybody else would be right i mean you know, going through all the emotions of of of, uh, of losing my father and whatnot and you know I, I was helping her you know go through all of that now mind you my mother was um you know she was the bookkeeper you know for my you know my dad like i said i was a veterinarian and she kept the books and she was always very very uh aware of what was going on and, and everything but you know not not so much in terms of you know creating business and you know and figuring those kinds of things out but she was kind of in the you know did, did the did the hard work in the background of you know all all of you know just kind of keeping track of everything but when you know when he passed away it was just like okay well now what do i do and you know i could just see the sense of you know of, of overwhelm of the emotions and just also it's like well what am i going to do and so, and, and helping her through that and, you know, and, and sitting down with the attorney, you know, to settle the will and the estate and all that, the stuff that was there and, and whatnot. And then, you know, going to meet with, you know, who they, they had worked with, with their insurance products and so forth and trying to figure out, well, what to do. You know, he had some life insurance and, you know, and different things. And, and you know, long story short, it started, you know, having conversations with, with that advisor and, and um, you know he he started asking me some questions and you know and, and and explaining different products that were in the marketplace at the time and and so I started saying well why don't we do this and why don't we do that because there's going to be you know this tax effect and you know and and you know and my mother's going to want to make sure that she has income over here and she has this money set aside for a rain you know if something happens and you know and just just it was kind of a planning you know mindset. 
that advisor kind of took us, you know, just kind of, you know, looked at me. He's like, well, you know, he says, tell me about your background, you know, because he says, most people, when I start to explain this stuff, it just kind of like normally kind of a little bit goes over their head. They kind of get it and, and whatnot. And of course, I explained to him, you know, that, you know, my, my, you know, upbringing and whatnot. And I was, you know, I remember as a kid, you know, when, you know, when my, you know, the, the accountant would come in, you know, and do, you know, settle the books and do all that. And I was just exposed to a lot of things and, you know, and, and, you know, talking about, you know, what to do in terms of estate planning and different things. And so long story short is, is, you know, he, you know, he mentioned, he says, you know, he says, Glenn, he says, you know, you, with your background, he says, you know, I think you ought to really think about, you know, doing the kind of stuff that I do. He says, you know, you've had a lot of experience in a lot of different areas and, you know, and, and understanding, a, you know, a fair amount about tax and, and, you know, and estate planning and, you know, and securities and insurance. He says, you know, a lot of folks that are in the, in the uh, financial services industry is, are really limited to, you know, just either being, you know, a, you know, an insurance agent or a stockbroker or something like that. He says, you know, he says, but your background, he says, you know, would fit right, you know, would fit right to it. And so we talked a little bit and I told him how I didn't really like the, you know, the idea of being captive. And, you know, he really went into the fact that he says, well, you know, he says, you don't have to be captive to any one financial, you know, company anymore. He says, you can really be independent. The, you know, the industry had really changed a lot. And so long story short, I decided to, you know, to start my own practice. And, you know, you know, we, we ended up, you know, bringing, you know, the, the CPA in and, you know, obviously we do tax preparation here and, and, you know, tax aware planning and all the different things. And, and so when, you know, one thing led to another and, you know, so here I am, you know, this, you know, still going, you know, all these years later and, and it's, uh, you know, and it's been it's been great to be able to you know to help a lot of folks, and just it's it was kind of it's kind of interesting how how that 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 turn you know happened, but um, that's really what kind of threw me into the business. I'm also curious as we kind of talk about what makes you tick as an advisor, uh, what also makes you maybe not tick or gets you ticked off, perhaps. <laughs> what what are your frustrations with the way that most people maybe? plan for their retirement that, you know, if you could just wave a magic wand and fix this one problem for everybody, what would it be? Well, Walter, I mean, I, I think I think one of the things, I mean, most of the people that I come in contact with, you know, have been savers, right? I mean, it's just by nature. It's like being, you know, being, you know, someone who does what I do, you know, you know, people don't come to me when, when they haven't saved anything, right? So I'm already, you know, the, the step one is obviously, you know, save for the future, right? That's, that's typically already been done. The question is, is how, are, you know, how are you doing it? You know, and you know, one of the biggest frustrations is, is that you know, I, I, the, most people have not really gotten much of an education about, you know, about the, you know, the, the idea of what it's actually is going to be like in retirement. And what I mean by that is, is it's like, how is your income going to be derived? I mean, everybody kind of has this idea. It's like, okay, I'm going to get my social security benefits. You know, maybe I'm going to have a pension depending on, you know, some people, yes, some people know. I've got my 401k and IRAs and maybe my spouse does as well. And we're saving this money and putting it away. And, you know, and, and that's, that's all good. And, 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 but at the same time, it's, if, if you, if they just had a little bit more insight sometimes about what are going to be the implications of where you saved it and how you saved. And, you know, and, and what I mean by that is, is, you know, certainly, you know, if it's, it's possible to have, you know, if you, know, you can save, you can save in lots of different areas. You can save in, you know, in, in tax deferred accounts. You can, you know, save into, you know, what will be future tax free accounts and, you know, and also taxable accounts. And I don't want to go too far in the weeds with, you know, with, with, it, with these points right here. Cause we've talked to, we've made a whole, whole episodes about that. 
But just having that kind of diversification about where you've saved, you know, and what are going to be the, you know, having like tax diversification. And also in terms of thinking about, you know, time diversification, you know, when are you going to need the money? You know, there's a, there's the, you know, the, the, you know, the next year, the next year or two when you first retire, you know, or, you know, the next five to 10 years, you know, where, you know, how is, how should that money be positioned, you know, and then how much risk should there be? And then there's the longer term money. And for the most part, most people don't really start to have any kind of an education about that type of diversification in terms of tax diversification or, or, or you know, the, the, the time frames, you know, types of diversification. They're, they're very familiar with the idea of diversifying, right? And, and, known, and I'll you know, put this much of, um, of my portfolio here and so this much of it there and, and that kind of thing. But, but there's just, you know, if, 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 I could, if I could do one thing and wave a magic wand, it would be, you know, to give, to give folks and have the industry do more about teaching people about what it's like to actually be in retirement instead of only you know saving for retirement I think that the the industry really does you know is a pretty good job in terms of you know ha helping people put money away but that's just that I mean that's a there's not it's like well where do you put it away how do you put it away and, and it seems as if every, every, you know the vast majority of folks have put everything into those for those 401ks you know and IRAs that everything is 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 subject to future taxation and it can have a lot of you know, a lot of impact on on other things if they if they had done you know just a little bit of different uh, different types of saving and at least know what the implications would be you know I think that would be if I you know if I could if I could just make everybody understand a few things that would be that would be the the, the line of thought that uh, that I would like to go down Pretty cool, and thank you for that background a little bit there, Glenn. Uh, last but not least, one more question for you on this idea of kind of what makes you tick, what gets you going as a financial advisor. And, uh, well, you know, since it's the, the holiday season when we're recording this, what's the most gratifying thing about your job or if it's something you're thankful for about your job, something in that in that realm? Yeah, well, Walter, I mean, I, I, there's a lot of things, but, I, you know, I, it's, just, it's just really um, – it's very, it's very, very gratifying to be able to have somebody, you know, you know, to meet somebody and you know, meet a meet a married couple or, or an individual, and you know they've they've done a good job, they've worked hard, they've they you know they've saved their whole life, and you know, and, and but and they just want to make sure that they that they're doing the right things, and they you know and they and they know that okay, yeah, I've probably done a pretty good job at saving, but I really don't know how I'm gonna put all these pieces of the puzzle together and make it all work and you know and, and create a scenario where my money's really working for me and I know it's gonna you know I know it's gonna last and I you know I have a I have a really reliable plan and you know and, and I feel like I can, I can get from here to there you know through you know through, you know, through retirement and, and you know enjoy my retirement and do the things that I want to do and you know have the legacy of, of you know of doing the things that I or leaving people the things that I want to leave them and helping people with that journey and putting those pieces of their own puzzle together and and kind of like being their you know their their financial coach and you know advisor and you know and and you know working with them that way i mean that that to me is just uh you know it's i mean i, I it's it's just the it's just the coolest thing to be able to help people because you know it's just like they've done they've done a lot of hard work on their own and now i can help them you know m make sure that 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 it was you know that it's that it's going to be you know okay you know and and, and they're going to be taken care of you know for the rest of their lives you know by just learning a few more things and you know and working with somebody and having having somebody to bounce things off of and to help them you know through the, through their journeys 
Well, Glenn, thank you for helping us with this information. Really great to learn a little bit more about your background. And if you're listening to today's show and uh, you resonate or something with you resonates a little bit with Glenn's background, his view on money, how it's been shaped and how he does planning when it comes to your financial future and retirement. If you've got more questions, want to talk about your specific situation, certainly invite you to reach out, have a conversation with Glenn. And you can do that by picking up the phone, give him a call at 336 336- 291 or schedule your time to visit with Glenn by going to roadmapfinancial.com and clicking on the free consultation button at the bottom of the page. Glenn, thank you for the help and the guidance on the show today. Really enjoyed it, and we'll look forward to chatting with you again soon. Fantastic, Walter. Take care. All right, you do as well. For Glenn, I'm Walter. We'll see you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 